0: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this, you
1: crazy mother. Hello, 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 hello. Take that back.
2: Hello. My name's Richard Moss, and I make a podcast called The Life and Times of Video Games. It's a narrative and documentary-style show about games' history and how the medium has evolved over time. Each episode or bonus interview soundbite delves into some aspect of the ups and downs of the industry, or the design, development, and legacy of the best or most interesting games ever made. It's all carefully edited, complete with original music and sound design, and a mix of interviews and deep research, all set up to tell you a great story about the secret worlds behind all within video games. I hope you enjoy the show. Seven, six, five,
0: four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> Oh, this you <new> crazy mother! <laughs>
3: week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast on the DS Lite. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Spider-Man Noir Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is Todd Miles Morales-Fortner. What's going on, man?
0: Uh, before we recorded and you said you were going to do the DS Lite, I wasn't feeling it until we started recording. I forgot what happens <laughs> when that light turns on in your head.
3: It just, it clicks on, and the energy it
0: starts works. to flow. It works. Yeah. Nah, man. Oh, man. Nah, man. Not much, man. I mean, you already know what's been going on, man. Finally settled in from the move.
3: Yes. Always a good you feeling.
0: Know, you know, accident last last month. I appreciate all the love for the folks that checked on me and everything, but me and Pearlie May kind of trying to. Level out with that, you know what I'm saying. I've got my Lackville seventy nine situation going, you know. Hell yeah. Probably never will be as much to old. Make sure the computer don't go out on that thing. You know Hell what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, I was dealing with a bit of what my friend I will shall name dubbed the Hollywood would say a spirit of stupidity, mm. which he blamed on the on the moon and such. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. But other than that, man, I'm blessed and highly favored, man. You know, uh, I'm excited right now this weekend. Me too. With with all that said, these are good things. Like like with the move made me realize, bro, like I was you know how how it is, that's stressful in general for anybody. That's like a human thing. But like when you start moving shit and taking stuff out of a spot that you've been in for a while, you start like releasing little personal memory gems yeah and like one of them was like my original xbox case that i found from back in the gap when i when you said the land parties with halo so yeah, oh. had the, i had the whole setup with the whole the old one with the extra it was real it's still obviously it's durable than a motherfucker because it's still useful like that's what i used to move my playstation but it just brought back memories because i had like old mans in there and halo in there when in the little cd sleeves oh. you know, like i know we're going to google stadia world land which is great for those who are <laughs> looking forward to that, but that was a nice little jewel as as I was moving. So, uh but yeah, bro, that's that's pretty much. You know what it is, man. I'm still trying to get my setup together. Pretty soon, you know. What I mean, I took all my paintings and shit down, but but look, look at this, look oh, at this.
3: Oh, the Destiny PlayStation box, man. Gems, bro. Gems that I found, man. But
0: but I'm cooling, bro. What about you, though, man? How are you doing?
3: Man, I'm doing really, really good today on this, this beautiful, beautiful Saturday in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. In um, tribute, Todd, to your, uh, your your list last week for guilty pleasures, I went out and bought me a video game on the PlayStation 3. I'm just going to show that video game to you right now. Maybe that'll bring... I... <laughs> bring back some memories. A little lollipop chainsaw for you. I'm just saying. Oh, that cover is so beautifully you know stupid.
0: I'm just saying, when I actually see it, I, I, I judge myself less at that moment. I was like, yeah, what the fuck else was I supposed to do at that time? Right. I was flat out. It was, it was I could play it for free too.
3: Hell yeah, I was
0: going to play this <laughs> ridiculous game.
3: Written by, let, written by James Gunn from
0: Guardians of the Galaxy. It, like, and Redemption. All right, now James Gunn, we come full circle of life. You know what I'm saying? But see at least it's not a little girl. Shout out R. Kelly and he's probably going to ride in prison. I heard R. Kelly he in jail right now in solitary. Check this out. I swear yeah. to God, I heard this yesterday on the way to work. Uh, 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 apparently, he's in solitary right now because he feels like, you know, he's fearful of getting retaliation in jail for the crimes that he's in jail for, for dealing with little kids or whatever. Sure, yeah. His His attorney is uh, apparently completely against this, him being in solitary, because he can't read or write. And I find that funny. Which is fucked up. Like oh, what, my kind of, god. what kind of you know what I'm saying, like you know what I mean? Like something like I'm confused, it's a conundrum.
3: Oh, it is a conundrum. Oh my god. Oh, this is just a bizarre world we live in. What timeline did we enter? That's what I need to know. I need to know what timeline we entered and when we entered it. We went into the dark universe. We went to the to the Marvel universe. Like that's Earth what, that's what, 42.
0: That's what R. Kelly's new roommate
3: is gonna be saying. <laughs> oh, I'm not even gonna say poor R. Kelly at all. Nah, uh, man.
0: It's been funny. It's been funny. It was a meme with Bill Cosby calling him, talking about man, pretty much how fucked he is. Like, man, I was fucking with grown women. You was fucking with kids.
3: Yeah, you Good done. Luck. You done, bro.
0: And you can't read or write, bro. I had to I had to trade off on R. Kelly years ago, and put motherfuckers shunned me. Shout out to Aaron Magruder, man. But anyway, bro, my bad. So you having a good weekend, fool? Man, I'm
3: having a great weekend. We'll get a little bit about to the games we discussed last week. We talked about our guilty pleasure games, and we seem to get a good response to that one, Todd. But we've had some tribe members come back with us to their guilty pleasure games. Yes. So we'll start with this with the booty, as he described himself, the bootiest of bobs. In this one. (laughs) Uh, number seven, Mass Effect Andromeda. That's a brave choice. This is a very brave choice.
0: That's real though.
3: Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, number six, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. <laughs> number for good reasons. I suspect. I suspect it's probably just because the gameplay is so much fun, it's right? Because of the physics. It's the physics. We right. really broke physics engines with that one. Shout uh, out Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> He's gonna have he's gonna have an uh he's gonna have effect on the Dead or Alive Extreme Volleyball three. I think that they're bringing him in for that one uh, to get the physics just right and to make sure that the right stars are in the right place. They're a dedicated team of developers and they're dedicated to one thing: good volleyball. That's that's what they're developed. Uh, number five, Postal Two, which almost made my list. Postal Two was incredible and stupid. And ridiculous. And the fact that you had Gary Coleman in the game and you could be, you could pee on Gary Coleman's head. Or anybody. You could pee on anybody in the game. That's ridiculous. That game is so stupid. Uh, number four, two human. Number three, Viva Pinata. Number two, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. And number one, For Honor. For Honor. Good choices. Really good choices. Uh, Wesley. Wesley. Wesley also gave us his, uh, everybody. We've talked about Wesley before. Old OG tribe member there. Uh, he said number seven was Halo Reach. Halo Reach. I have, you know, I, I really will say this. I've never played Halo Reach. I've never played that game. I've heard mixed things about it, and I know that there are people who absolutely are diehards about that game. Uh, number six, Duke Nukem Forever. Oh, oh, that's a rough one, man. That is is a rough one. Trust me. I get it, though. I totally get it. I did. I bought the game, and I bought the game just to try it out. Uh, Number five, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City. Yeah. Number four, Dead Space 3. Yeah, I could see that being a guilty pleasure. I totally could. Number three, Star Wars Force Unleashed 2. Force Unleashed 2. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: That, that one's close to my heart. Yeah. And shout out again to, to the bootiest of Bob and OG, Triple OG, STT member Wesley. You know what I'm talking about? I love these lists. I love when we come out with lists and they come back with lists, bro. Every time. Yeah,
3: absolutely. His number two was BMX Triple X. I remember that game very game. well. Adolescence hit at the right time. And number one, Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. Because uh, everybody. That's That's. That's one of those. I heard the joke this week that because you saw where they had the Top Gun trailer come out. Top Gun trailer 2. I watched the trailer and I was like, I'm excited about this. And then everybody's like, they need to make a volleyball game for Top Gun. And I was like, fair enough. You know what? Fair fair is fair. Go ahead. Real
0: shit. Real shit. Shout out Korea. That reminds me, man. I need to get uh, Ace Combat 6.
3: Mm-hmm. Seven, I was right? I thought it was seven, seven, seven. Yeah, seven.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Whatever the yeah. fuck.
3: They're on like a hundred of them. Yeah,
0: the last is an anime kaijus, whatever. I don't give a fuck, man. Like, you know what I'm anime saying?
3: Anime kaijus. That's what I'm going to start using to get out of conversations with people that I'm getting uncomfortable with. I'm just going to be like, anime and kaijus, what, whatever. I don't care. And I'm just going to walk away. I'm just going to walk away. Or I'm just going to bring up, i am like, have you seen the latest episode of Danganronpa? <laughs> just go with it.
0: Just... Have a great day, bro. Yeah, All right. Have a good I'll day. Win. Yeah. I win. Tribe, tribe wins. Kaiju in an Speaking of, of bootyism, man, can I can I tell the people? Because I don't know if we hit the button yet. I don't think we hit the button yet. But I got to give a yeah. super yes. straight yes. shout out to my boy Jared. Look him up at JP Productions. Um, I know you can find it on Facebook. I'm sure some other shit. He did our design for our uh, bootyism. Is our is my religion. Uh, yep. And shout out to Shanice out there in Canada. We got a shirt for you and some stickers and shit, and that's the first design. We, we'll probably put some other ones out there and link Jared, um, cause he is the shit for putting together. Like he did our intro for the for the video clip, yep. and he did the booty is a uh, the the first bootyism is our religion T-shirt. So that should be up by the time it'll be up by the time you guys hear this. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Um and you know, we'll, if you want to check that out, you can definitely uh, go to Facebook and a tribe get into the group. I'm gonna post the shit to my personal page, and like I said, we'll be definitely giving a um link to J Jared JP Productions or whatever. I'm probably fucking up. JB, my bad, dog. Jared Bates, that's his name. Look him up. He does clean, wonderful work. And you also gonna give the giveaway uh shirt for for fucking the design of course and we're gonna you know hook, tighten you up on the old uh, gift card if you was ill so uh yeah bro absolutely to, i'm excited about that That's weird like that it all started out as like he, he said it himself like it started out as a joke not a tangible shirt now i don't know if i'm gonna be able to wear this one to church but <laughs> no i mean i probably think I not <laughs> i think i should Like, I was thinking about wearing, maybe I could go wear it to work, you know what I'm saying? And I was talking to a co-worker, they were like, you going to wear a a shirt that says Buddhism is my religion? I was like, I looked at her kind of like I was fucking offended.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I do want to get a shout out to a couple new members of the tribe, too. Clyde Barrow and Ann Brown, welcome to the tribe. Clyde Barrow and Ann Brown, welcome to the tribe. Again, check that out. we got to skip the tutorial page on Facebook. But we also have a private tribe group where they get a lot of interactions. Really cool. A lot of good people. Uh, Todd, I'm super excited to hear. Nope. Oh, no, nope, no. Nope, nope. oh. I should have talked to you about this
0: before we recorded. Uh,
3: oh, that's my bad.
0: I no need worries. you to go first. this go, go around. I need to hear what you've been playing I was going
3: to say that, too, because I've been playing the same old shit. So <laughs> it's going to be a very quick discussion. It's going to be a very quick discussion. Again, on my Apex kick. Every night this week, me and Bob and Billy have been tearing it up. We've been getting some wins. We've been playing Ranked League. Still enjoying the new updates. The new uh, battle pass is still incredible. Still having a lot of fun with that. Um, getting better at that, mostly through consistency. That is that game. I'm not great at first-person shooters, but I'm enjoying my time. And I'm, I'm at a point now where I'm averaging about one kill. One kill around. So I'm not I'm not great, and I have my moments. Don't get me wrong, I have my moments where I'll hit five or six or seven kills in a round, and I'll do a sh- ton of damage. Um, but it is a lot of fun. My main is Lifeline. Still enjoying that game so freaking much. Uh, the other game again, crack as usual is Monster Hunter World. Of course, man, Iceborne comes out in September. I got it pre-ordered. I've started back into that crack addiction by buying some Monster Hunter figures on the Internet and a T-shirt and all that all that fun stuff. And it's 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 one of those things, man, that's that's going to be around for a while for me, Um, especially with Iceborne coming out in September. That's new story content. It's basically a whole new game. Um, From my understanding, it's it's more story and more map than the base game. So they're adding a whole lot with Iceborne to that thing. So that's going to be a lot of fun to go through that all over again. Still enjoying it. Here's the thing I'll say about Monster Hunter. If you have a friend, if you want to get into it, and you've never played a Monster Hunter game before, and you really want to get into it, if you've got a friend who's been playing Monster Hunter and they really enjoy their time with it, go ahead and go through it with them. At least join them for a little bit so they can kind of walk you through because it can be daunting. Like once you get in there with the menu choices and everywhere you can go in the hub town, and just like every design of the weapon and the armors and everywhere you can go, it can be very daunting to figure out what to do in that game. But I promise you, once you figure it out, if it clicks with you and you get to get to the point where you're seeing these giant monster battles happen in front of you that are better than the latest Godzilla movie, and I love that movie for the monster battles, but being in a game and just being sitting there in the smack middle, smack dab middle of a Devil Joe versus a Basil Goose, like, it's incredible. It's an incredible freaking feeling. Did you say a devil Joe versus a basil juice? (laughs) (laughs) A devil Joe versus a basil goose. That's the name of the monsters. Or, as Bob calls the devil Joe, a death pickle. He calls it a death pickle.
0: Look, bro, (laughs) and this this has to be spoken upon because this is why I fuck with the tribe. When I call you when, when, when Jared finishes the Buddhism is our religion, Thing I finally get a chance to look at that design. I'm like, you know what? I had, you know, chilled out, got into the right state of mind. I was like, damn, I got to call B. So here you are. You playing the game, Booty is Bob. playing (laughs) You playing with Booty is Bob on Apex. And then, lo and behold, I'm on the phone. Big Willie chirps in. And then you talking about Booty is Bob saying, bring your BBC up in this motherfucker. (laughs) And I just felt like I needed to play Anthem.
3: Yeah. No, I feel you.
0: And get away that's that's how that but it's all good it's all love but it's just <laughs> clearly shout out to matthew tango man yeah just yeah just want to shout my brother out man it's about the community man it really is. makes this whole thing fun and it's just like cool that you're able to, i know part of the fun of apex is that community feel and getting on there and being able to fuck around with the homies and do your thing on that side
1: you man, know what i'm
0: saying how some. I look forward to to getting on there with you, man. But that's also one thing I said it before. I said it a thousand times. I love about what we can do here. We kind of can, you know, get into our lanes and fuck with certain games, and then come together and and talk about them. And we might cross pollinate on another date. But uh, absolutely, but yeah, man, yeah,
3: man. I'm telling you, what, man? It's it's been a blast. I, I can feel the the community, the S T T community, vibing and thriving around us, man. And I'm digging it. I'm digging it a lot um again you know we're on playstation we got bob started a little skip the tutorial uh group connected on there for the play for the join session so we get on there pretty much every night of the week um and that's gonna be for a while i also got a chance to finally play some crash team racing don't burn yourself out bro i'm crash not team racing all right crash team racing is incredible it's it's really they did an excellent job um, of bringing that video game specifically into the modern era, um, you know, between the the actual animation style, the way the carts feel, the power ups, the story mode that they have um, is a lot of fun. The actual two v two and the death matches, where they've got the capture the flag matches, is a lot of fun. Um, I will say this now: if you're going to say a template for a racing game is absolutely Mario Kart, which it is, especially kart racers. A template for a kart racer will always be Mario Kart. Crash Team Racing does an excellent job of executing in its own original style, uh, which I like. Because it's still got that sense of humor to it, too. It's got, you know, it's that very silly, silly Crash Bandicoot sense of humor, which I enjoy. Um, It's got some of those kind of wacky characters and you know, it has a lot of replayability and not just versus mode, but when you're going through the islands and you've already completed a match, It's I spent some time going back and collecting some of the collectibles. And that's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun to go in there and challenge yourself to do something in a certain time um, and really get in there and see how much you can do and learn, learning how to drift so that you can hit the boost in the correct manner. That's It's an excellent feeling. And me and my wife have been playing. She beat my ass in the game a few times she is really good at that and then i found out that that was like one of five games she had for the playstation one and she used to play it all the time so it's that muscle memory you know we had to change the control scheme to the classic controls for her but once she did that man it was just it was she left me in her dust she was like peace and she was out (laughs) i was like oh okay this is how it feels when yeah actually you know what i don't think i've ever been that good at a game to be real honest, never that good. Not like to watch her play Cash Team Racing. It's incredible. Uh, but no, man, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, one last one that I forgot, and I'll hit on it real quick. I played Doctor Mario World for the uh, cell phone. Um, I gave that a shot. I'm not gonna play that again. I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I played like 20 levels, and I uninstalled it. Like.
0: I did have a question, though, to jump back to Crash Team Racing, because you were talking about having to learn how to hit the corners in order to get that powerful boost. And I can understand how that could translate to a lot of other things. But I also heard that there was a bit of a gripe with the game, that some of the difficulty of it felt a little bit unbalanced. Whereas, like, on Sonic, it's just a pretty... The right there, it's like okay, it's not enough challenge. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. could be more difficult. I heard, you know, some of the negative about Crash Team Racing could be it, it was a, felt a little bit broken as far as difficult le- levels, and it was in some places unfinished. Like, did you get a chance to play online on it at all?
3: No, I didn't get a chance to play online. Um, I will say the difficulty level in the story mode really shocked me with because I left it on the standard difficulty. And it's not that easy. It's, you know, I mean, you still have a challenge to it. It's like playing a uh, Gran Turismo. No. Even if you're on standard mode, you're still going to have a challenge to it. That being said, you can drop it down to easy mode. Um, and I will say the gap between easy and standard difficulty is shocking. With just, usually, it's kind of just a, a slight tick up on the the difficulty but it feels like you're going from easy to almost hard mode and then i haven't even tried the hard level yet but you know i imagine if standard mode is a challenge hard is going to be one of those that you really have to be good at what you're doing because it is going to require you to learn specifically how to drift into certain turns with the power-ups how to use the power-ups correctly and then how to you know hit those hit those specific speed boosts that you need and to collect the apples, too, because if you collect the apples, I believe you get, like, a 10% boost to your speed if you have a maxed out. Um, so it, it's it's going to require that. It's really Something. learning that. So I think Sometimes. it's got everything for everybody.
0: Right, it's but sometimes when we talk about this between like Sonic and picking up crack apples and and stuff like that, like <laughs> crack apples. Things. Oh no, my fault. It was uh, crab apples or whatever. Uh, but yeah, it sounds like a crackhead's night or or day and night in a night at Shreveport, Louisiana. Shout out to Shreveport. Uh, not fair not enough. That Shreveport is for crackheads. I'm just saying, if a crackhead was in Shreveport, I could imagine him using a lot of muscle memory to
3: boost into and hit corners. <laughs> To boost the hit corners. Oh, I love how we can just relate everything back to crack or cocaine. One of the two.
0: Cocaine. 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 I love cocaine. Somebody, I, forgot, I forgot I said you had greedy looking nostrils. <laughs> I almost for- want to apologize. It was just, I'm just <laughs> I forget we record this shit sometimes. Like you don't do cocaine. Bro, but you did.
3: You could stuff a cucumber up my nose.
0: Me too, though. I mean, I get like, seriously, like, I come in the room and they'd be like, nah. Nah. Mm-mm.
3: nah, bro, Sonic. you got to go.
0: Sonic <laughs> sitting there in his boss seat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
3: No, I got it. You got to go, bro. Tails, nah, get him out of here.
0: Did we ever talk about what our roundtable was this week?
3: No, I don't think we did. I didn't even introduce the show. Know.
0: Hey, bro. Hey, welcome. <laughs> we switched up. The, welcome. Switched up every, we switched up everything today. It's beautiful. Fuck it. Hey, man. It's. I told you. I just finished moving. Bear with us. Bear with us. So, uh, what are we talking about this? This. Oh,
3: uh, yes. This week we are expanding on our discussion of censorship and video ah. games, based off some recent news that's come out. Not just with video games, but Netflix too. It's more pointed discussion on a specific type of censorship specifically what we're referring to is censorship of the past in the modern era so that's that's kind of the bucket it's censorship of the past as depicted in the modern era and how we kind of feel about that because there's some there's some things that need to be discussed we'll get to that we will get to that but yes todd i have talked about what i've been playing game of the week Outside of Monster Hunter World is Crash Team Racing. I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It is not Doctor Mario World. Screw that junk. I am not doing the microtransaction crap. That's this is a classic. This is a 2012 cell phone game, by the way. This Doctor Mario World, like it's a 2012 model, where you've got like the timer and the diamonds, and you can spend money on the diamonds to, you know, increase your time or get another level, et cetera, et cetera. Overall, mechanically speaking, it's fine, but it's just not my thing at all. But Todd, I am done talking about what I've been playing. My curiosity now leans into you because I want to know what you've been playing because I know a little bit, but I want to hear your thoughts. Let's do this. I've been playing with the hearts and minds of the evil. No. <laughs>
0: I don't know. Been I've been kind of trying week. to
3: invoke the spirits. Spirits
0: nah man i've been ch- i check in on 2k all the time you know that that's for fun just especially with the recent ratings kind of coming out and some of the bit a little bit of controversy of lebron being rated at 97 and Kawhi being rated at 97 i'm telling you Woo! 2020 got a potential to be kind of interesting year and and you know sports games and and madden too came out with with their ratings. so i'm kind of keeping an eye on that it's it's crazy how that season will be around the corner um I I popped in on Anthem anthem, I popped in in on Anthem like I usually kind of do every now and then still waiting on Cataclysm come out I realize and I feel as if there's a bit of an Anthem paradox out there where not only do we have to deal with poop greed as as far as companies are concerned Mm -hmm. we also I believe are dealing with the fear of corporate America and their egregious advantage taking of our impulse buys Um, that game isn't but in the midst of all that bullshit, they're making subtle changes for quality of life that actually are making that game a little bit better. But it's still it's still weird. It's a still weird shit show. But and I played Division two. Hell yeah. I popped back in on the Division two, which is actually a really good game. Um, but as I showed you earlier, I had the Destiny one box. So I'm kind of backwards when it comes to some of these things. It's still just harder for me to get deeply invested in uh Sub- of objectively better game but it's also and i mean it has shinier better loot box looking things and better loot in general yeah so that alone in my 15 minutes that i want to give a live service game that i got time for in my real life when i got real player shit going on sometimes even though i go to bed at like 9 30 now because i wake up it's at four it's yeah clear. but yeah. out of them i still find myself still having the energy to get on there for 15 minutes to fly around to get nothing and get bullshit in the midst of waiting to see what's going on with that game but I had to get all that bullshit out the way because the game that I've been motherfucking waiting on for literally at least a year but it's 10 years like I heard somebody say it's 10 years too, too late in some ways I don't think it's too late I think it's a good time to be alive it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 Woo! This is the game that came out that I'm excited about that slingshots me back in. Because, you know, it's been a bit of a dead season. I've been trying to handle business. got through Days Gone. That actually is going to be like a sleeper game. Like, if we were doing in the top seven games of the year so far, Days Gone would be way higher up on my list than I, you know, than I don't think anybody would realize. But Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is kind of like a slingshot game going over into the next half of the season. Where it's a lot of motherfucking games that's coming out, and it's a personal preference. I do have one question for you, though. I do need, I need to clarify real quick. Yeah, 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 was Stan, yeah. Was Stan Lee Jewish?
3: Uh, yes, I believe so.
0: All right. So anyway, graphics. The game. I thought I was gonna have an issue with the graphics at first because that weird cell shade type shit that you see in the Spider Verse, which is the shit, but like a less version of it. I thought it was gonna be an issue. Not an issue. If I was doing a scale between one to seven, I would give it a six. Yeah. Cause I like it. I like the idea and and I heard before the game came out, it was a situation where they put a lot of emphasis on trying to be able to bring a lot of different people together into this game and be able to enjoy yeah. the experience. You know, that's the core basis of our fucking show. For
1: out sure. the goddamn yeah. gate.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like we talk about video games where we try to drop underneath undertone jewels about just friendship and camaraderie and, you know, tribalism, the positive aspects of it. So anytime a game like this kind of ties everything together, I like that. And that even started with the the graphic, the aesthetic design. And you can tell that at first, like I said, I thought that was going to be a negative for me. But as I played the game, it's a situation where it bleeds in perfectly. I look yeah. like the level design translates. And I mean, I've seen I saw gameplay before the game came out, but actually get my hands on it in my home. It's a situation where, I, t- I told you before we started recording, this is the first time I've had my Switch in a long time I'm actually using my Switch for what it was really truly designed for. Yeah. To be that true in-home and take-on-the-go experience. Because, like, Breath of the Wild came out. I had a whole lot of fun just playing it handheld. And for the longest time, I didn't want to play it on the dock because I know that it could damage the Switch long-term, taking it in and out because it overheats the Switch. Right? So I was trying to hold on to it. This game is the game where fuck it. It's just gonna have to it's gonna have to work how it's supposed to work. Um and I mean even down, like okay, so the sound in the game. When you first see Nick Fury, it just made me want to say motherfucker a whole bunch of times because it sounded like goddamn Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah, like God. and I hope they deserved, I, they deserve to burn in hell. You know what I'm saying? He come out with the with the yeah. Nick Fury, and I mean he black and I mean Let's preface this before because I'm rattling on and y'all just have to, you know, it is what it is. I am a huge fan of Marvel number one. I'm a big fan of Marvel, uh, what was it? Legends that came yeah, out years yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah. The Apocalypse was the second one. Marvel Ultimate Alliance one and two. I enjoy these games. And I do give them a benefit of a doubt based on my nostalgia and my fandom with the games. Just as a child, I enjoyed comic books. That's how I taught myself how to draw Wolverine. Of course, it's like a million other mother, 300 million other people, one of my favorite characters. And the fact that I can mix and match these players and have a good story with it, you know, it, it, it was danger there as far as the story. Um, you know, because it's Infinity Wars, Infinity Stone kind of story again, especially coming off Infinity War and game and everything else. But I think it's a well done job with that so far. Keep in mind, I have not beaten the game. This is also kind of a first impression. But I, so this if the excitement wanes down the road when I come out and we complete and I complete the game, which shouldn't take too long. Then the only thing I can see is with the gameplay, possible repetitiveness. But for me, that's going to be difficult. So you got to kind of put that on a spectrum. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like, I was I, <laughs> I was at work, left work. I was just like, yeah, I'm going on lunch real quick to pick this motherfucker up. And I love the fact that it's on Switch because I could at least download it and check it out. And, yeah. And, and see what was going on with it. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. And it just it's just so much to say about this game. For me right now, just for the – I probably played it, though, about four or five hours already. I, I've heard it's, you know, maybe a 13-hour game storyline, 15 hours, maybe – Maybe I could stretch it to 20 if I really take my time. Probably so. There's there's like more gameplay in it with like side mini missions and shit. I think it's... A, um, uh, I have to go back. It's like um, Infinity Rifts and Trials that you can do on the side yeah. that, that help to unlock players. But with such a huge roster that's given to you out of the gate, like it's fun out of the gate with, with the missing and ma- mixing and matching. Yeah. And you're going to not... Now one thing about the roster that you might hear a lot and it kind of feels true that it's not very well balanced. Okay. It doesn't feel like, you know, but I never really looked for that too too much cuz I always, you know, I got to, I'm always run with Wolverine through my whole shit cuz it's kind of cheesy cuz he got a healing factor. That feels a little yeah. bit more balanced this time around and a little bit less broken. But um I also feel like it's better a better solo experience. Normally I would want to get my old lady on this one with me. But the way the camera is, yeah. it can make it difficult when you're playing by yourself. Like, the way it zooms out, even though it looks get great, the cell shading is, everything is cool. It without the chaos and all the shit that's going on, it's almost like you got to have hyper-focus on your character and who you are. But the leveling system seems pretty dope. It's a alliance system where you get coins and shit where you can actually choose to empower your entire team. Yeah. So like, you can do the strength, and it's like, it's called a hexagon, and it breaks out, so that's pretty cool, I haven't unlocked it. That's pretty games. dope. Yeah, it's, look, man, it's a, I want to say I'm disappointed that it took 10 years for this game to come out, because it legit is Ultimate Alliance 3, like, yeah. it's not changing, it's not changing anything, you know what I'm saying, like, it's.
3: That's what I was going to ask you, compared nah, to the first not, two. it's
0: not, it's not like revolutionary, it's just really. Fun, like I'm having so but much fun with this game.
3: Does it always okay? Because this is something I've thought about for a long time with sequels, um, especially delayed sequels like this, where you've got you know a huge gap in time, um, like Borderlands Three coming out. If you had fun with Borderlands Two, if you had fun with Marvel Ultimate Alliance One and Two, how much do you really need to change necessarily? If the if the if the If the equation works and the pattern works, and, you know, I mean, I understand adding new content maybe, or maybe a couple of new features, um, but really at the core of the game, how much do you really need to adjust? Even if it's delayed for a long time, you know, what's the benefit of coming out with something completely different? Um, Like, I always go to, um, I mean, it's the Devil May Cry idea between Devil May Cry and Devil May Cry 2 and then getting back to it in Devil May Cry 3. I mean, you saw how much they shifted in 2 and how 2 is not the best. People generally consider 2 to be the worst of the numbered series. Um but I mean, I is if you're having fun, what else matters, really? Is it really a waste of time or right? You know, I mean, and it sounds to me like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 is worth a check like to take a look into and play around with if you like the first two. It's
0: it's if you like, if you are a fan of the first two, this would be, it's like a spectrum of, this would be a system seller potentially. Yeah. Like you would, because it's an exclusive, if you were a fan of the other two, if you had fun with your brother or your sister back in the day and y'all had a co-op experience and you ran through the games and enjoyed the the storyline and enjoyed the lore and and just enjoy the Marvel universe and, and good quality game and, and it's a system seller. Or it could be something that's just not for you. Fair like enough. all the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and I'm cool with that. Like for me, for me, like if I didn't have a switch already. I would regret not having a Switch right now based on the exclusivity of it. I think that was a smart move. I think it was a good system to be exclusive on, at least yeah. out the gate. I don't know if it's going to ever cross over. I'm not sure. I am sure, I mean, I would think it, since it's Marvel, but yeah. I hadn't even looked into trying to find out whether or not it will. But it, I'm glad I own a Switch right now because of this game. Flat out. Like, I would be disappointed. Man, and that's saying a lot because i went in with expectations.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the... That's the kind of incredible thing is going in with expectations and your expectations not being disappointed. I mean, because when we were talking about it and just earlier when you when you started playing it, it's, you know, it's this concept of, hey, man, I finally want to play my Switch docked and I want to play it all the time. To me, that says everything. When you tell me that, that tells me everything, especially because how busy we are. And you want to play it on docked mode, which tells me a lot because you could take it with you during the day, but you're like, I really, you don't understand it. Really. I want to play it docked. Like the way right. it looks, the way it feels, how are the controls on the switch?
0: They're good. And see that, that th- what you're saying right there can be looked at as a negative too, though. Okay. Yeah. Because it is a switch and I, and, and to me the experience really is better docked just because I have more screen space because the controls feel good, but that camera when it zooms out on you and you lose track of what the fuck is going on, it's kind of like okay, it's it's already button mashy a little bit. It's not a complicated system. It's yeah. light attack, heavy attack. You know, uh, R one, pick your ability, and and it's not a lot of diversity between the characters, but the characters are very diverse as far as the roster is concerned. And I'm okay. not looking for a con I'm not looking for a complex combat system no and marvel ultimate alliance 3 because once again you're dealing with a game that should be fun for somebody that's 20 years i mean 10 years old and and it could be fun for somebody that's 60 years old yeah so that's a large spectrum of folks that you're trying to please when you're talking about marvel characters but i mean the fact that i can get on there and play a full spider verse roster pretty much an hour into the game where i could put venom out there to the lady spider, I forget her name. No disrespect to the ladies out there. Uh, Miles Morales, which is like now going to probably just be a main just because it's Miles Morales because of the Spider Verse movie and Peter Parker. I mean, that's just fun. To that's just going to be fun to me to have that experience. Like, a, you know what I mean? As a gamer, that's a fun time to be alive. And it's one thing, man, I'm telling you, I think you posted it on the Facebook this week how people consistently and in some ways disrespect the gaming industry. Like, reading a book is always the answer. Like that just shows the sense of intelligence and, and you know, I read a, which, which it can in its ways. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The post, you, the post that you made when you were talking about how,
3: yeah, let me pull that up real quick. Cause I got it right, right. here. Um, right. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was a very crucial point. It says, can we romanticize video games the way we do books? Like you hear all these things about how you can curl up with a book on a rainy day and drink tea and smother yourself in blankets. But anytime you hear things about video games, it's always about how you're wasting your life away yelling into a headset as you play Call of Duty in a basement. Imagine bundling yourself up on the couch, the sound of rain hitting the roof, and putting on Fable for a few hours. Or getting home after a long day of work, you make yourself a cup of cocoa, put on fuzzy PJs, and play Viva Pinata for hours, not giving a second thought to the outside world. Semester just got out, throw on some Fallout, and just take a night to breathe and enjoy. You aren't wasting your life away. You're enjoying it. Games can be just as much as an escape as books, except that you get to be part of the story. I think it is crucial um, to think about it like that because games do like, okay, so we talk about video games all the time on this show. This basis, of the whole show, it's our, it's our group, our tribe. We kind of surround ourselves with people who also play video games, but we forget that when you get in the outside world. Like, sometimes I'll tell people, like, oh, what do you do for a hobby or what do you like to do? I like to play video games. That's what I do. I don't watch a whole lot of movies or TV anymore. I mostly play video games because I find it more enjoyable, and I find it's a bigger bang for my buck, and I get more experience out of it. Um, But at the end of the day, those people will also sit in there and they'll look at you like... Oh well they just think of it as like Mario or Call of Duty because those are the big ones they hear. They don't hear the little intricate details such as Marvel Ultimate Alliance or Monster Hunter or Final Fantasy. Like they don't understand that those things can be fun and a challenge and they they take a part of your brain like Sekiro where you're getting something out of it because you're challenging yourself to think of new ways to play and you you're solving puzzles or you know there's a whole it's the only medium I know that encompasses storytelling puzzle solving action multiplayer camaraderie community it encompasses everything it does
0: which in a lot of ways can also be a reflection of how we want life. We want to be balanced too. Like, yes, gaming is a focal point of this show, right? Yeah. But it's other things we enjoy doing. I mean, that's a primary focus. Like, we want to try to be healthier too sometimes in other aspects of life. Every now and then, get outside and let the sun hit our face Hell and yeah. do other shit. Like, it doesn't necessarily have to be this stereotypical person with, you know, Cheetos. <laughs> always draping they body. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I like about the tribe. It pretty much, you know, we got people out there on the road with fire-ass setups in the back of their truck cab. You know what I'm saying? Yep. shout-out to shout Mike out Pony. Shout-out motherfucking Mike Pony. You know what I'm saying? Like, we already talked about, West, we we got people like Booty is Bob out there doing his thing, looking motherfucking out, bro. If I come out to San Francisco, we gonna, or, or you know, whatever, out to Cali, salute. Salute, sir. But, Absolutely. You know, but the core of it, too, is it's just kind of, cool like we talked about this before it's like what approximately 137 billion dollars yeah you know what i'm saying so this saying all that coming back to marvel ultimate alliance 3 for me so far it's just dope and the fact that a 10 year old little dude out there could play with miles morales is crazy to me and it's just it's, it's just, just bugged out like i don't know i'm i'm thoroughly excited with the game i'm happy about it i mean it's by far not a perfect game yeah and i'm not gonna rate it I'm not gonna rate it. But it, it really is I'll put it to you this way. If you're a Marvel fan and you own a Switch, buy this game. Yeah. Like, not even like don't even wait for a sale. Get it now. Get Enjoy. it now. Enjoy it'll your get, time. Enjoy it, it. It'll be fun. You'll have multiple playthrough experiences. I could see it. I'm I'm gonna end up playing co op after I do my single run through and I let my old lady run run through a single. Then I'll probably try to co op. I don't even want to fuck up my experience with that because I know The camera's hard enough to deal with, uh, alone. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, in fact, after we get off of this, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna probably knock the motherfucker out. Now, if I come back next week and I'm like, God damn, I was done literally two minutes after we finished recording. I'll tell the truth, but I still won't feel bad about suggesting buying this game. All right. As a, if you're on the side of the spectrum with me. If not, then I mean, you know, you could fall back. Wait, you know what I'm saying? If you're a mature adult, maybe you know. But like, if I had a child too, if I had a kid and he wanted a gift, I might not get it today. But maybe, especially before, like during the holiday season, it's definitely be a good game. It might even be something that you could play with your kid. You know, it's 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 a really it's a game I'm really excited about because I had high expectations and I was expecting to be disappointed, and I'm just not. I've been drawn in. Whenever I'm waking up in the morning, to roll over, and I can hop on my Switch real quick, that's dopeness to me. That's all I could ask for. And we leading into some other games that's that's gonna be fire. What was it? You looked it up for me, bro. What was the other Switch game that's coming out? The Mech one.
3: You, oh, I mean, uh, you got a better, better Damon right right. right. so X Machina. Right, Damon X Machina. Yeah, I'm excited, so excited about. about that too. Bro, I mean that's that's one of those it's like Yeah, it's mechs. <laughs> it's it's you put mechs in anything, you have sold me immediately. And maybe it's the old school Gundam fan of me from back in the day, back in you know, middle school watching Gundam Wing and going, What's going on? Or maybe even going further back to Robotech. Or if you remember RoboJocks. You remember Robojocks, that shitty movie from the nineties? Hell yeah, I watched that movie like eight hundred times. You put mechs in something, though, I'm going to be like, when can I get in the mech? And when can I blow shit up? That's all right. I want to know. Just all when right. can I get in the mech? That's the only reason I even bought uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X for the Wii U. Because they promised me mechs. But what they didn't tell me is there was 90 hours of gameplay before you got to the mech, and it was shitty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Before we It wasn't it that did. bad, but still.
0: Right, I had that But yeah, I, I rambled on a little bit too much you, If anybody can hear the, the genuine excitement If nothing else We may A little therapeutic little You know, game. I think
3: this week what we'll do is Let's just roll on to the news right now We won't All even right. break Like there's no reason to Because there's very little news this week Channel 4 News With five-time Emmy Award winning anchor Ron Burgundy Jamkine Sports Ooh. Tamlin
2: Weather, wow. and your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana.
0: It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. All right. All right. Bet. Yeah.
3: Uh, <laughs> so, all right. First piece of news. The Witcher trailer dropped. The Witcher trailer dropped. Todd, you watch that Witcher trailer for the Netflix yeah, show? Man. What's yeah, you, man. What's you you know thinking? What you
0: it, it, it looks good. Everybody's knee-jerk Gretchen and cool clue cool myself about that horrible wigged version of, uh, I don't know what the fuck he looked like, of Henry Cavill or Caval. Cavill. Or, Cavill. or Khalil. Superman. Cavill.
3: Whatever. Is that Superman? Yep. Was I don't it? know if he is. I don't anymore. know if he is. I don't know. I
0: heard it was going to be Don Cheeto, but um, this looks good. Excuse me. I'm really. It, it, looks, looks, dope. it really looks It really looks amazing. It looks great. It looks great. It looks like it's going to be really good. It looks like they're going off the books, which I didn't get yeah. a chance to read. Um, that's I read why the first three. Yeah, I, I didn't read the books. But that's, from what I understand, he doesn't have his silver sword. So, it's supposed to have more of an explanation in the books. I really only played The Witcher 3. That's one of my favorite games. But, um, yeah, it looks great. I'm excited about that um, netflix Oh, yeah, and I got, just so you know, I got a bit of a conspiracy theory my first real conspiracy theory in the round table. But yeah, man, I'm excited Sweet. about the Netflix.
3: Yes, yes, the the Netflix and chill with The Witcher 3. Uh, the Witcher, not The Witcher 3. <laughs> it's, this so, is based off the books. And The Witcher 3 takes place after the books. Or all The Witcher games do. a <laughs> Witcher 3-some! No! No! Don't bring it Get out of here, Sonny! Get the fuck! <laughs> <you laughs> Motherfucker! Yeah, but you don't know things I can do with tails. Oh, God. All right. No, Moving see, on. Moving on.
0: Look, thanks for listening again. <laughs> as you we <laughs> appreciate you. I mean, these might not be landing like like other weeks, but we're pressing through, and we, we still love that you're listening, and we appreciate you. You get a Buddhism is our religion. T shirt up after this. <laughs>
3: I got go go to stop going to the song. T public.
0: T-public. Yes. T Oh,
3: yeah. I just tried to watch Steam on my computer. Uh, that'll try to update. Next piece of news, Nintendo <laughs> announces new model, of the original Switch, with longer battery life. So more battery life, uh, which good, good. I'm I'm good with my current Switch. Um, I've got no reason to update to this or the Switch Lite. Um, it's just not for me, uh, but that's all right. Uh, PS5, patent filings, details Sony's plan to make through a breakthrough in VR headsets. They are saying that the PS5 will be compatible with the latest headsets for the PS4, but they are also making new, better headsets, quote-unquote, new, better headsets for that. Um, Xbox, next piece of news, Xbox hardware revenue declines by 48%, their overall revenue drops by 10%, and their live subscriptions are up by 14%. So, that's kind of interesting. We're going to see how that's going. Of course, the cataclysm—they're talking about that. This, Todd, I thought you would be appreciative. Me and you both. Marvel Spider-Man tops Batman Arkham City's best-selling superhero game ever. My Marvel Spider-Man is now the best-selling superhero game of all time for great reasons. As it should be. It's yeah. incredible. It's it makes me want to go back and play that. Uh, pretty much now. Like I'd love to play that now. Luigi? Ultimate Last 3. Yes, yes. I need to get that. I need to get that. Uh Luigi's Mansion 3 is getting a release date. I'm so excited about this. October 31st. Me on Halloween with Luigi hunting some motherfucking ghosts. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. I got really excited about that. I love you Luigi's should. Mansion. As you
0: should. You got you, you got you got juiced up. I like it. I like it.
3: I love <laughs> Luigi's
0: Mansion.
3: I want to get in an, an arcade what? cabinet from my home. It's just the Luigi's Mansion arcade cabinet.
0: Hey, man, this is the first time I looked in the back scene of your setup, bro, which is really clean and really paid attention to your Batman dark detective with the Joker saying, vote for me or I'll kill you with that look on his face. <laughs> I've seen you look at me like that a couple of times, <laughs>
3: but now I'm going to put
0: this shit together.
3: Yeah, it's one of my favorite posters. It's one of my favorite posters. The Batman, vote for me or I'll kill you. And he does that look. It's creepy. It's creepy. My wife, she didn't like me hanging that up in the house when I first got that sucker either. She, uh, she's like, "You got to put it on the back of your door because it scared her." It actually,
0: yeah, it, it does look. Listen, I've been recording a long time, and now I feel like I've been brainwashed by this shit. Like, gonna get out a little bit, fool. I, I'm glad we friends, and I know it's not purposeful. I can't. That shit is kind of he kind of dead eyed and shit. Not a <laughs> nah, cause uh,
3: man, creepy. Creepy.
0: All right, my bad. I didn't mean to interrupt the news. Handle your business, bro. I'm, I just can't. Okay, I need a moment.
3: No worries, man. There's all little kinds of details hidden back here if you ever start looking. You yeah, got the man. Yoda mask up there. You got all those little little action figures, the reactions. I like those things. Uh, yes, I'm super excited about this. I'm super excited about this. Uh, coming to Games Pass is Metal Gear Solid Five, Resident Evil 4. Coming to Games Pass. Um, so that'll be that'll be kinda interesting. Uh see that see that show up there. And then um I thought there was additional news, but I don't Oh yeah. It's Days Gone is now the best I think the seventh best selling game of the year right now. It's number
0: bro, seven. Bro, once it's settled in, fool, I'm telling you, for me personally, if we did like a top seven games of the year so far, personal choices i'm gonna just throw it It, it's that it's between that game and another game for my like between which would be one or two yeah
3: no man i feel you on that one and then the last piece of news nintendo switch is releasing nintendo's releasing a physical copy of tetris 99 um and it's going to come with 20 it's it's going to be 29.99 for the physical copy um they're going to have the 49-player versus 49-player local multiplayer and single-player mode on that physical copy, but it's also going to come with a 12-month subscription of Nintendo Online. So a 12-month subscription of Nintendo Online. That's not terrible. Tetris 99, Todd, is one of those games that I had to legit uninstall <laughs> because I was playing it all the time, and I was like, I've really got to stop playing this. The highest- I highest. not remember, bro. Yeah, I was like I, I really just gotta take this thing away from my from my from my hands. It's it's getting away from the addict side of me. That's uh, what she said. <laughs> That's all we got for the news this week though, but we'll be back with the round table. Stick around. October thirty first, people. <laughs> cool. The tutorial. We're still, we're still alive, still kicking, still kicking, still here, still rocking this shit with you, the tribe, until the end of time. Let's do this. I don't know about the end of time.
2: <laughs> Who <laughs> the knows?
3: Time. End of time. You know, there's a theory out there that one day time will just stop because it's yeah. it's a it's just a it's a resource like anything else, and one day it'll just run out and just. Everything will just stop all at once. That's kind of an interesting, weird little theory. I don't like... I guess that's
0: a good way to, like, underneath kind of drawing the depression of the conversation we just had prior to going into this. Yeah. It's just a real tone of of that in there.
3: So, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, Sometimes I like to read apocalypse scenarios and uh, scare myself shitless. I'm just saying. Sometimes you black just,
0: holes are real people. They black are holes, not black holes. Black <laughs> holes are real. I mean, I guess black holes are real. White holes, Mexican holes, yeah. Jewish and Chinese holes, Indian holes. Yeah. Asses, fit male and female.
3: Yeah, my dogs are losing their mama, I, and you started talking about holes, and they're just like, where? I need some. That's what they're thinking right now. That's that's exactly what's going on. I'm just
0: trying to bring the happiness back, man. But anyway, for both of us, because we both got drawn into it. So, yeah. Welcome yeah. back. Welcome back. Thanks, thanks again for listening. I don't know why y'all listen, but we
3: appreciate it. Appreciate the shit out of you. I'm just going to say that. Love,
2: Love you guys.
3: Love you guys. For free. That's it. But <laughs> We are talking about censorship. Okay, so we have touched on this topic before, Todd. We have talked about censorship before. This is a little bit more pointed as far as censorship of the past in the modern era so the 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 reason this kind of conversation or idea got kicked off really was because gears 5 gears of war 5 which is coming up they have advised they have said that they will move they will remove all references of smoking from the video game especially tobacco use here's the thing they've said that they did it for personal reasons However, they were lobbied by the Truth Initiative to cut all tobacco references and imagery from its upcoming sequel, which is launching out on September 10th. So they said personal reasons, but they were also lobbied to remove it. So we have this industry out there who's talking about removing smoking. Well, this kind of came up with the idea of Netflix has now initiated a new policy where they are removing all references to smoking or tobacco use going into the future for all future shows and original content that they have so this kind of got me thinking of should we really be trying to essentially wash the past of its dirtiness if you will i mean you remember the 80s todd early 90s everybody smoked everywhere if you were standing in line at a grocery store the lady checking you out at the grocery store would be smoking a cigarette They'd have areas in the mall where you could smoke. They'd have restaurants smoking or non-smoking, which virtually don't exist anymore. i have never the, except a the Waffle House because Waffle House, God love you, you're still the same, and I love it. I love the fact that you still have smoking and non-smoking.
0: They don't have to make America great there because it already
3: is. <laughs> Waffle House is where everybody goes to get along. That's all I'm saying. You or can, murdered
0: <laughs> or be a hero or, or be a hero. We're These really are here. factual news things that happen. No, but no, you're right. Um, You're right. I mean, even going further back than that, that's, I mean, the further back you go, actually, the less demonized um, devil cancer smoking is. And I mean, you know how close to my heart that is because I probably for surely have those blackened lungs that you see on the fucking uh, internet or so back in the gap. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, from actual, like, cigarette l- use, I still need to get off this vape, but I just feel like I'm not dying as quick. But, uh, but, yeah, like, I i mean, I get it. But I, I didn't mean to cut you off. It was a little bit early to, to
3: – Sorry, my shoulder hurts. That's why I'm moving my arm a little bit here.
0: Is that why you're doing it like that? Because, nah, <laughs> it look. It feels it's, good it's, like it's, that. Seriously, like, on the normal weeks, I think that would have went into a whole place that didn't need to go. Yeah. Like, we, you know, we David, David Carradine killed himself – Back in our last week, we made yeah, these conversations. We hadn't really had in, on-point, in-depth good social commentary like like this in a while, I think. And I don't know if we're going to make it this week. It's more to throw that question out as usual, you know what I'm saying? But the censorship thing, every time it comes up, it is kind of important and prevalent. And it was, I think it's an interesting thought because with all the ills and evils of smoking is it that deep do we want that in a game like gears of war it's about aliens and chainsaw guns and blood like is, is that the the true issue also i wanted to bring up before we go into it in depth like i actually read articles from the next web.com yeah. with this controversy that's being brought up with them removing smoking from um the game and, and the censorship of it in the concern uh this article was basically saying I guess somebody, Rod Rob Ferguson, who apparently is uh, what's to do with the game Gears, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. That they actually didn't even have to remove smoking because it was only one character, a bear character where he lights a cigar one time where it was a thing where it's not even, a, it's like it. What it's not as big of a deal as the industry may be trying to make it as far as the censorship aspect of it because it was already yeah. taken out. Um, so that also kind of had me thinking as far as, Overall, larger scale reactionary culture. Uh, I suggest everybody watch Aziz and Sorry, or Sorry Aziz, who was in that sexual misconduct situation last year. He got a Netflix special out right now that I did not think was, was going to be good, but it's probably one of my favorite ones in the past five years for sure. And it, it nails a lot of these issues head on just on society how reactionary we can be, how easily influenced we can be for sure. based on information. And how we can be manipulated extremely easy. It's, like, hilarious to me. It's only an hour. I didn't think I was going to like it, like I said. But it kind of touches bases with this kind of scenario where all it kind of takes is people to throw some shit out there. It doesn't even necessarily have to be real. Or what is it? Is it real? Or is it just based on perception? You know what I'm saying? And how people will react to it. And downright lie nowadays just to be a part of the commentary. You know what I'm saying? For sure. uh, but yeah, I'm sorry I got a little bit off on a on a tangent, man. But yeah, even though, I mean, it clearly however you want to spin it, even if it's just them smoking a little bit and they remove that aspect of it or whatever, that still is a sense of censorship. But on yeah. a deep level, like why? like Is it to it, I, the question to me sometimes is, okay, are these things done to better society truly? Or is it to you know, support your platform as opposed to the other yeah person. that's
3: that's a that's an agreement i have with you is a lot of the times what you'll find is this it's done to support a platform or you know you have to kind of so there's something about these like coalitions and these anti-smoking movements because they get a lot of like donations um over time and they they still have to go through and justify their existence to the people who donate to them uh so that they can continue to get more donations um, that being said, look, okay, I'm not for smoking cigarettes. I'm not for trying to sell cigarettes to kids or any of that. I, I got off cigarettes a long time ago. Um, I haven't smoked a real cigarette in ages. Um, now I do vape because um, I like nicotine, and I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna apologize for that. I'm an adult man. I can like nicotine if I fucking want to. Um, here's the thing where I have a concern when it comes to storytelling aspects is when you start censoring stories. Sh- Character traits, uh, that becomes a very dangerous area because certain traits are there because they they develop certain archetypes of stories. The classic smoking situation, (laughs) the classic smoker is an archetype that was developed and kind of more prevalent. Everybody used to do it back in the day, but where you really see it attached to the tough guy mentality is the man with no name trilogy from Clint Eastwood. Remember, he's always got that cigarello in his mouth, and he's always a bad motherfucker. Never says a word, really. He's got the cigarette, or the cigarello in his mouth. He's shooting people left and right. Hardly ever talks, and just really wrecks everybody with that six-shooter. And he's that bad dude, and part of that is that image of the cigarello. And that cigarello, without that cigarello, is he still bad? Fuck yeah, he's still bad. Is he as bad? Nah, man. Because that cigarette adds a little bit of, like, I don't give a shit if I die. Right. Like, right.
0: Right. Right. So and, it's a character and, trait. And, and see, and on a deeper level, all jokes aside, like, at the core of it, we both, I think, have a disdain from removing hard truths about our history because it's extremely dangerous. Yes. And it, ha- it, 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 it's a multiplying factor and a possibility of repeating the same horrible mistakes because that's what we do. We believe that we evolve behind our primal nature but if we forget the hard lessons, if we completely try to remove and cleanse these things for cognitive dissonance purposes, then it can create self-destruction. Like I think there needs to be responsible levels of it and we get into a danger zone with that shit when you start to talk like I said, it's kind of ridiculous if you really think about it. Like one character smoking a cigar in an alien chainsaw game. Yeah. You know I mean, that's, and we lead off all the time with talking about how much we love gaming and how, you know, it's, it's a, it's the last kind of bastion in some ways for a certain type of art. And we just, it's, I think it's important to protect that. So anytime these things come up, you know, I think it's interesting. And I think we both talked about this. I mean, Red Dead 2, honestly, seeing some cotton scenes in there. It it invoked a a reaction with me as just a black male from where I come from. But would I want it taken out of the game? Of course not. If anything, I'd like more shit to be added. I already said I want a Red Dead 2 DLC with Django on that shit with the scene with the KKK. Talking about you sorry son of a bitches. My wife spent hours cutting holes in this shit. I can't see a fucking thing. I want want to murder all of them with Rick Rick, Rick Ross playing in the background. I want more of it. I want more of the truth, you know what I'm saying, in certain types of games or even interesting, fictitious, possibly more realistic information given to us about uh, time frames that we can learn from to help build our culture to be more inclusive and, and, you know, bring people together more because when you do that, uh, it, it, I don't know when you take when you strip things away or you try to make a story out of some things. It's like he, large groups of humans can be very juvenile, and you can actually create the opposite effect. Now, this shout out Alex Jones. Now, this is a random, <laughs> random bootiest conspiracy theory. Alex Jones was removed from YouTube. Louis Farrakhan was also kicked from YouTube. Google owns YouTube. Google is trying to work with China. China is it's the one of the largest groups of people that you consider, you know, censorship okay amongst a lot of people. Hence Stadia is to be watched out for. Osman blah 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 blah. Buddhism <laughs> is my religion.
3: That was your bootiest corner for this week. Uh <laughs> but now that like I don't disagree with the idea like censorship is a very dangerous path altogether, even if it's something as little as smoking. The reason I say that is because if you start controlling the content and the product, you can control the way that people think. I have said this over and over and over and over again on this show, and I don't think the point has been reiterated enough. Pop culture changes society. It's not politicians because everybody gets mad at politicians. It's not Fox fucking news or CNN, even though they fucking both suck. I totally get that. Pop culture is the real change that you see in society because you affect the way people view things. There are changes I've seen in life go through people's heads because they have watched certain things. Get Out was a crucial movie. Black Panther was a crucial movie. All in the Family was a crucial show. The Jeffersons was a crucial show. These were all very fucking important. Roseanne, even for her time, that was an important show for feminist rights. Here's the thing. That changes the way people view society. And if you start editing the content and you start editing what reality was... And you start trying to present this kind of whitewashed reality of everything was perfect and nobody smoked cigarettes and nobody used curse words and nobody said anything bad about anybody else and everybody was great. You're going to look back on the 50s. It's just as what's going on right now with this whole concept of make America quote unquote great again. You're buying into the nostalgia bullshit and the nostalgia bullshit is the happy days reality and the happy days reality is not fucking reality. The nineteen fifties were full of bullshit and horse shit. That happy days, the Fonz, hey, as much as I love Happy Days, it's not fucking reality people.
0: Hey man, don't tread on my Marvel on some of the Alliance three. <laughs> I love my nostalgia. I, I love- know their shit I know there's shitty parts of multiple of, of, of ultimate Alliance. Fuck, motherfucker. <laughs> but don't tread on my goddamn
3: don't tread on my nostalgia. <laughs> Don't don't come over here and smash on my nostalgia when men's was men's. I'm sorry. <laughs> they used to live longer. Yeah, <laughs> they were stronger, except when they smoked.
0: Yeah, but you could see the path of that, like the horrible death. Like my uncle died from throat cancer. Yeah, my my grandfather died from um, heart failure. Now part of that probably had to do with like whatever fucking chemicals and fucked up shit they did to him in the Vietnam War. For which sure, he was just a shredded human being at a certain point we like the strongest person i saw but at all times like i'm so thankful as hard as that is i'm so thankful that we have honest imagery and honest understanding of these horrible things so it can lead to a more clean and and stronger future for the the next generation i thought that was the whole goal now neither one of us have kids but it's like we care about what we leave behind us on this globe that's going to eventually warm up to the point where it explodes. But at least in the, in the meantime, we can kind of be all right with one another, one another and try to be healthier and happier and have less people die horrendous deaths. Now it might be too late for me. You know what I'm saying? But that's why I'm thankful to try. I'm able to do healthy things. I try to tell my truth on a platform with a friend and just have honest conversations and discussion about it because as we progress into the future. It seems like a big reason why podcasts and platforms like this are becoming more cultural or more popular because we have a yearning and a a need to find our semblances of truth, to find our tribes, to find our groups of people that make us feel a little bit less insane in a world that's starting to cut out the truths yes. from us, understanding and, and from us. So, I mean, as usual for me, It's always good about this to kind of throw this shit out there to the people that listen to us and fuck with us. Let us know if we're being too sensitive, maybe, about this situation or if it's not that big of a deal. Or if we, you know, like, what are your thoughts on censorship when it comes to shit like this? Because honestly, it's neither here nor there to me about Gears of War 5 taking their shit out. I don't even I had not been a fan of Gears since two or three honestly two um, yeah
3: i was never a huge fan of the series to be real honest like it's all right i
0: i, I loved gears of war one is one of my favorite yeah. weapons in a game and it's one of my first cover cover-based type games i really yeah. really enjoy the game it used to be a system seller and on game pass i think it's on pc it'll be the game that i'm thankful that i got uh the pc game pass because i'm a fuck with it and i'll jump back into it but this guy, Barrick, smoking or not, wasn't going to make the difference in me playing the game no, or not. No, It's just – it's a situation where it's like, okay. Like, okay, whatever. Like, I, I get it. Like, I understand why they're trying to shut down the Jewel factory in San Francisco because, you know, the transition. I mean, we got to have these weights, you know, on both sides. But some of this shit – we, we talk i'm not trying to get into that conversation but it's like when you when you live in a culture that tries to take slavery out of the history books that should just let you know uh <laughs> that we don't need to continue to repeat the same fucking mistakes yeah. and that might alleviate a little bit of the, the same frustrations that we feel that the people in the 50s felt and the people that the 20s felt and before that like with 2019 we got to keep progressing and trying to do better for but sure that's all i got
3: Man, I was going to say too, look, I am not coming down to on any political side or spectrum. I'm saying what I'm telling you, and this is my perspective and my view, and this is where ultimately my view of censorship of the past in the present comes down to. If you hide the reality, you get a dangerous game where you start letting people live under an illusion. Guys, stop it. You let people live under an illusion that things were once great. Things have never truly been great. I mean, that's just the reality of it. Things have never been truly amazing for everybody and anybody. That's just not how it is. Things have always been a struggle because it's an experiment. The United States of America is an experiment. And it's a very young experiment in the history books of how we are progressing in the future. There are growing pains that we have been experiencing for the last 300 fucking years. And that's not going to go away anytime soon. But if you try to look back at the past and give people the option to live under with cognitive dissonance and disillusionment, then you're, you're ignoring the things and the struggles of people who came up in different eras and actually affected change. And we're not learning from the mistakes and we're not learning from the lessons of people who actually affected change. That's the reality of censorship is when you start changing the past to build a brighter future, quote unquote, you're not doing anybody a fucking service. You're doing everybody a fucking disservice by not predict or actually showing what the truth of everything is. And the fact is, too, is that if you want to get down to just smoking, quote unquote, if that's the concept, I mean, this was just kind of a jumping off point for us really to have this discussion um but more kids today aren't even smoking cigarettes they're smoking jewels they're easier to hide they don't smell you can put them in your pocket you can vape on them in a bathroom i mean that's the reality of it that's where they're getting nicotine from it's not cigarettes cigarettes still aren't selling all that well anymore I mean, there's still a group of it's still a
0: huge industry overall. And we don't have enough information on Jews on whether or not, especially with children, because with the popcorn lung and all this other kind of shit, we don't know. It's just like we didn't know with with cigarettes. I'm not. And I don't think either one of us are being advocates for any kind of particular political group. It is. No, 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 no. that. That's the whole point. It's the idea of shit is so convoluted and crazy. This is extremely dangerous time to start wiping out history where it's as easy as clicking a button. Where at least yep. you had to burn down churches back in the gap or libraries and blow them up and shit. Yeah, it was a little bit more effort instead of one one dude with some bottle cap glasses that could just be like, nah, been buying <laughs> all cigarettes. And, and, it, and when in reality motherfuckers are still smoking cigarettes out of both nostrils and For dying sure. in hospitals every motherfucking day, cancer is increasing, life expectancy in this country is going down. It's a lot of things, you know, it, that it's not the time to just be trying to try to hide our heads under the motherfucker. Thank you covers that that's the whole point i think to it you know what i'm saying yeah it's like that i think that's what kind of spurred it when you brought this shit up and i and i was like man you always you always always coming with that that hot fire sign
3: <laughs> live and in I, reality I, I... don't live with cognitive dissonance don't lie to yourself people that's what i'm saying don't fucking lie to yourself if you lie to yourself it, well actually i take that back lie to yourself a little bit it's okay to lie to yourself <laughs> oh. a little bit Just tell yourself some things like I'm okay. Like, even if you're not okay, I'm okay. I will make make it through this because we all struggle with different things for sure.
0: I think that's what we're both going through on this episode. Once again, is another reason why we appreciate anybody who's listening. Thank you so much for real.
3: Absolutely. Well son of a (laughs) bitches. As we have said this week, this is this is for the tribe. This is for you guys. Um Let us know your thoughts. Uh, Hit us up at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com, facebook.com backslash skipthetutorialpod, twitter at stt underscore pod, uh, (laughs) instagram.com backslash (laughs) skipthetutorialpod. You like my dance moves while I'm saying that, Todd? (laughs) I can't wait to get this shit on video. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Capture cards on the way. Boom, boom, boom.
0: Uh Amazon day was the other day. El gatos. Yeah. Oh man, it's been my bad, I forgot where the fuck was uh,
3: I'm sorry. No, we was at. We're That's signing enough. off. And as we always right, do man. when we sign off. Stay, stay humble.
0: humble. Uh Chinese, man. Buddhism is my religion. Jerry Bates, fuck with you. Y'all be cool, man.
3: Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: Hello, my name's Richard Moss, and I make a podcast called The Life and Times of Video Games. It's a narrative and documentary style show about games history, and how the medium has evolved over time. Each episode or bonus interview soundbite delves into some aspect of the ups and downs of the industry, or the design, development, and legacy of the best or most interesting games ever made. It's all carefully edited, complete with original music and sound design, and a mix of interviews and deep research, all set up to tell you a great story about the secret worlds behind, all within, video games. I hope you enjoy the show.